the second half of Act 3, Scene 2 of A Midsummer Night's Dream by William Shakespeare. Enter Hermia. Hermia to Lysander. Dark night that from the eye his function takes, the ear more quick of apprehension makes, wherein it doth impair the seeing sense, it pays the hearing double recompense. Thou art not by mine eye, Lysander, found. Mine ear, I think, it brought me to thy sound, but why unkindly didst thou leave me so? Why should he stay whom love doth press to go? What love could press Lysander from my side? Lysander's love that would not let him bide fair Helena, who more engilds the night than all yon fiery o's and eyes of light. Why seekest thou me? Could not his make thee known? The hate I bear thee made me leave thee so. You speak not as you think. It cannot be. Lo, she is one of this confederacy. Now I perceive they have conjoined all three to fashion this false sport in spite of me. Injurious Hermia, most ungrateful maid, have you conspired? Have you with these contrived to bait me with this foul derision? Is all the counsel that we have too have shared the sisters' vows? The hours that we have spent when we have chided the hasty-footed time for parting us? Oh, is it all forgot? All school days friendship, childhood innocence? We, Hermia, like two artificial gods, have with our needles created both one flower, both on one sampler, sitting on one cushion, both warbling of one song, both in one key, as if our hands, our sides, voices, and minds had been incorporate. So we grew together, like to a double cherry, seeming parted, but yet an union in partition. Two lovely berries molded on one stem, so would two seeming bodies but one heart, two of the first, like coats and heraldry, do but to one and crowned with one crest. And will you rent our ancient love asunder, to join with men in scorning your poor friend? It is not our friendly, it is not maidenly. Our sex as well as I may chide you for it, though I alone do feel the injury. I am amazed at your words. I scorn you not. It seems that you scorn me. Have you not set Lysander as in scorn to follow me and praise my eyes and face and made your other love Demetrius, who even but now did spurn me with his foot to call me goddess, nymph, divine and rare, precious, celestial? Wherefore speaks he this to her he hates? And wherefore doth Lysander deny your love so rich within his soul and tender me forsooth affection, but by your setting on, by your consent? What though I be not so in grace as you, so hung upon with love, so fortunate, but miserable most to love unloved? This you should pity rather than despise. I understand not what you mean by this. I do persevere, counterfeit sad looks, Make mouths upon me when I turn my back. Wink each at each other. Hold the sweet jest up. This sport well carried shall be chronicled. If you have any pity, grace, or manners, you would not make me such an argument, but fare you well. Tis partly my own fault, which death or absence soon shall remedy. Oh, stay, gentle Helena. Hear my excuse. My love, my life, my soul, fair Helena. Oh, excellent. Hermia to Lysander. Sweet, do not scorn her so. Demetrius to Lysander. If she cannot entreat, I can compel. 
Thou canst compel no more than she entreat. Thy threats have no more strength than her weak prayers. Helena, I love thee. By my life I do. I swear by that which I lose for thee to prove him false that says I love thee not. I say I love thee more than he do. If thou say so, withdraw and prove it. Quick, come. Hermia. Lysander, whereto tends all this? She takes hold of Lysander. Away, you Ethiop! Demetrius to Hermia. No, no, he'll seem to break loose. Take on as you would follow, but yet come not. You are a tame man. Go! Hang off, thou cat, thou burr. Vile thing, let loose, or I will shake thee from, from me like a serpent. Why are you grown so rude? What changes this sweet love? Thy love? Out, tawny tartar, out, out, loafed medicine, O oh, hated potion, hence. Do not you jest. Yes, soothe, and so do you. Demetrius, I will keep my word with thee. I would I had your bond, for I perceive a weak bond holds you. I'll not trust your word. What? Should I hurt her, strike her, kill her dead? Although I hate her, I'll not harm her so. What? Can you do me greater harm than hate? Hate me? Wherefore? Oh, me, what news, my love? Am I not Hermia? Are you not Lysander? Am I as fair now as I was erewhile, since night you loved me? Yet since night you left me. Why then, you left me, oh, the gods forbid, in earnest shall I say. I, by my life, and never did desire to see thee more. Therefore be out of hope, of question of doubt. Be certain, nothing truer, tis no jest, that I do hate thee and love Helena. Hermia turns him loose. Oh, me, you juggler, you canker blossom, you thief of love, what have you come by night and stolen my love's heart from him? Oh, fine, I faith. Have you no modesty, no maiden shame, no touch of bashfulness? What will you tear impatient answers from my gentle tongue? Fie, fie, you counterfeit, you puppet, you! Puppet? Why so? I what that way goes the game. Now I perceive that she hath made me compare between our statures. She hath urged her height, and with her personage, her tall personage, her height forsooth, she hath prevailed with him. And are you grown so high in his esteem, because I am so dwarfish and so low? How low am I, thou painted maypole? Speak, how low am I? I am not yet so low, but thy nails can reach it to thy eyes. I pray thou you not mock me, gentlemen. Let her not hurt me. I was never cursed. I have no gift at all in shrewishness, and I am a right maid for my cowardice. Let her not strike me. You perhaps may think, because she is something lower than myself, that I can match her. Lower? Hark again! A good Hermia, be not so bitter with me. I evermore did love you, Hermia. Did ever keep your counsels, never wronged you. Save that in love unto Demetrius, I told him of your stealth unto this wood. He followed you, for love I followed him. But he hath, child, he hath chid me hence, and threatened me to strike me, spurn me, nay, to kill me too. And now, so you will let me quiet go to Athens, will I bear my folly back, and follow you no further, let me go. You see how simple and how fond I am. Why, get you gone. Who is it that hinders you? A foolish heart that I leave here behind. What, with Lysander? 
with Demetrius. Oh, be not afraid. She shall not harm thee, Helena. No, sir, she shall not, though you take her part. Oh, when she is angry, she is keen and shrewd. She is a vixen when she came to school, and though she be but little, she is fierce. Little? Again? Nothing but low and little. Why will you suffer her to flout me thus? Let me come to her. Get you gone, you dwarf, you minimus of hindering not grass maid. You bead, you scorn. You are too officious in her behalf that scorns your services. Let her alone. Speak not of Helena. Take not of her part. For if thou dost intend never so little show of love to her, thou shalt abide it. Now she holds me not. Now follow it, thou darest, to try those right of thine of mine as most in Helena. Follow? Nay, I'll go with thee. Take by jowl. Demetrius and Lysander exit. You, mistress, all this coil is long of you. Helena retreats. Nay, go not back. I will not trust you, I, nor longer stay in your cursed company. Your hands than mine are quicker for a fray. My legs are longer, though, to run away. Helena exits. I am amazed and know not what to say. Hermia exits. Oberon to Robin. This is thy negligence. Still thou mistakest, or else committest thy knaveries willfully. Believe me, king of shadows, I mistook. Did not you tell me I should know the man by the Athenian garments he had on? And so far blameless proves my enterprise that I have anointed an Athenian's eyes. And so far am I glad so it did sport, as their dangling I esteem a sport. Thou seest these lovers seek a place to fight. Hi, therefore, Robin, overcast the night. The starry welkin cover thou anon with drooping fog as black as Acheron. And lead these testy rivals so astray, as one come not within another's way. Like to Lysander, sometime frame thy tongue. Then stir Demetrius up with bitter wrong, and sometime rail thou like Demetrius. And from each other look thou lead them thus, till o'er their brows death counterfeiting sleep with leaden legs, and batty wings doth creep. Then crush this herb into Lysander's eye. He gives the flower to Robin. Whose liquor hath this virtuous property to take from hence all error with his might and make his eyeballs roll with wanted sight. When they next wake, all this derision shall seem a dream and fruitless vision. And back to Athens shall the lovers wend with league whose date till death shall never end. Whilst I in this affair do thee employ, I'll to my queen and beg her Indian boy. And then I will with her charmed eye release from monster's view, and all things shall be peace. My fairy lord, this must be done with haste, for night shift dragons cut the clouds full fast, and yonder shines Aurora's harbinger, at whose approach ghosts wandering here and there. Troop home to churchyards, damned spirits all, that in crossways and floods who have burial, already to their wormy beds are gone. For fear lest day should look their shames upon, they willfully themselves exile from light, and must for eye consort with black-browed night. But we are spirits of another sort. 
I, with the morning's love, have oft made sport, and like a forester the groves may tread, even till the eastern gate, all fiery red, opening on Neptune with fair blessed beams, turns into yellow gold his salt green streams, and notwithstanding haste, make no delay. We may affect this business yet ere day. Oberon exits. Up! Up and down, up and down, I will lead them up and down, and I am feared in field and town. Goblin, lead them up and down. Here comes one. Enter Lysander. Where art thou, proud Demetrius? Speak thou now. Demetri Robin in Demetrius' voice. <clears throat> Here, villain, drawn and ready, where art thou? I will be in thee straight. Robin in Demetrius' voice. Follow me, then, to plainer ground. Lysander exits. Enter Demetrius. Lysander, speak again. Thou run away, thou coward, art thou fled? Speak in some bush. Where dost thou hide thy hand? Robin in Lysander's voice. Thou coward, art thou bragging to the stars, telling the bushes that thou lookst for wars, and wilt not come? Come, recreant, come, thou child. I'll whip thee with a rod. He is defiled that draws a sword on thee. Yea, art thou there? Robin in Lysander's voice. Follow my voice. We'll try no manhood here. They exit. Enter Lysander. He goes before me and still dares me on. When I come where he calls, then he is gone. The villain, the villain is much lighter heeled than I. I followed fast, but faster he did fly, that fallen am I in dark, uneven way, and here will rest me. Come thou gentle day, for if, for if but once thou sh show me thy great light, I'll find Demetrius and revenge his spite. He lies down and sleeps. Enter Robin and Demetrius. Robin, in Lysander's voice, Ho, ho! Coward, why comest thou not? Abide me, if thou darest, for well I watch thou runst before me, shifting every place, and darest not to stand nor look at me in the face. Where art thou now? Robin in Lysander's voice. Come hither, I'm here. Nay, then thou mockest me. Thou shalt buy this dear, if I ever, I thy face by daylight see. Now go thy way. Fate has constrained me to measure out my length on this cold bed. By day's approach, look to be visited. He lies down and sleeps. Enter Helena. O oh, weary night, O oh, long and tedious night, abate thy hours, shine comforts from the east, that I may back to Athens by daylight, from these that my poor company detest, and sleep that sometimes shuts up sorrow's eye, steal me a while from mine own company. She lies down and sleeps. Yet but three? Come one more, two of both kinds makes up four. Here she comes, cursed and sad. Cupid is a knavish lad, thus to make poor females mad. Enter Hermia. Never so weary, never so in woe, be dabbled with the dew and torn with briars. I can no further crawl, no further go. My legs can keep no pace with my desires. Here will I rest me till the break of day. Heaven shield Lysander if they mean a fray. She lies down and sleeps. On the ground, sleep sound, I'll apply to your eye, gentle lover remedy. 
Robin applies the nectar to Lysander's eyes. When thou wakest, thou takest true delight in the sight of thy former lady's eye, and the country proverb known that every man should take his own, and in your waking shall be shown. Jack shall have Jill, not shall go ill, the man shall have his mirror again, and all shall be well. He exits. Hey, Katie's Corners listeners, thank you once again so much for listening to the Katie's Corner podcast, keeping up with the books and the chapters as we post them regularly. Um, With 2022, we have some new goals and new adventures that we're hoping to reach here at Katie's Corner. The biggest one is to build a community around what we have going here. So two things. If with whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on, if you could give us a rating, that would be amazing and help with our algorithm to reach more people who might vibe with the content here. But second of all, um, and probably the biggest thing that you can do for us is if you can head over to Instagram and search Katie's Corner with a Z instead of an S after the Katie, Find our page for the official Katie's Corner podcast that will have the same profile picture as what you see on the official podcast. Um, And then if you could give us a follow, like the content that's there if you vibe with it. But most importantly, if you could either through the DMs or through the comments underneath those posts, if you can tell us, tell me what you like about the podcast what you think we could improve on, um, that kind of stuff. Maybe even what books you would love to hear on the podcast. That would be a tremendous help to me and help start growing this community that I kind of hope we can do around this Katie's Corner podcast. So as always, keep reading, keep listening, and I hope you have a good day today. See you later.